Hey, it's a special holiday edition of Talk About That. I'm John. I'm Johnny. And uh, we're here to talk about all the things that matter around the holidays. Uh, not going to lie, this is our second go at this. I had to stop the first go. <laughs> and you don't have to just wonder what it is that I what, said. What did we do that we were right. like, no, nope, that ain't going to fly. Yeah. Uh, just, this is a really controversial take <laughs> on cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it really was like a oh man I can't say any of that. He I like the loose clumpy cranberry sauce and he likes the ones that you that come out in the shape of the can that you slice and I was like how dare you and then we came at each other's throats and it was bad. <laughs> you know my wife made both by the way. Really both. She the, wasn't sure if somebody the wanted the jiggly sliced kind. Well the kind that doesn't have any actual like berries it's almost like a like a gelatin. Yeah it's a it's an impression of cranberries. Yeah. Like, do you do an impression of cranberries? I don't. <laughs> and then, hey, I'm feeling bogged down over here. Cause they're, you ever seen a cranberry bog? It's a weird thing I've to seen, think that they, they just float and grow like that. Yeah, what was the uh, standing? People are standing in waiters. Yeah. Whatever, the cran apple, the cranberry people. Cran, cranberry people. Cran, cran something. Yeah. I don't, obviously, it didn't make a, an impression on us. Ocean spray. Ocean spray. It did make an impression. But cranberries aren't in the ocean. Yeah. Did they sell something else before then? I don't know. How did they get that name? Oceans. Like when you think of ocean spray, you think of cranberry juice. Right. Probably. But you, but you shouldn't. Cranberries aren't made in the ocean. Because no one's ever asked me They're not this sprayed hard. at you from the ocean for sure. <laughs> what just hit me in the face? Cranberries. Uh, it's cranberry season again. Look out. <laughs> it's a cranberry tsunami. It's what killed my dad. That's tragic, really. It really tragic. was. Um, he should have known. Yeah, so uh, today is, we were saying, today is, we don't know what today is called. Yesterday was Black Yesterday's Friday. Yesterday was Black Friday. This is something Saturday. Do you know why they call it Black Friday? I think it's because businesses, it's their first chance to get in the black. Because right. Because they've been in the red most of the year, operating on a razor-thin margin. But historically, Black Monday... Is bad. ...was a bad day. Yeah, like, the this stock day market crash. stock market crash in nineteen twenty. Black Friday, good. Black Monday, bad. Don't we find that... Cyber Monday. Good. That's when the computers become self-aware and, <laughs> and today learn the missile codes. <laughs> we celebrate our overlords. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you buy anything? No. Uh, I mean, we, we were driving back from uh, from Knoxville. I went home to be with family. So we were just driving back. So we, we stopped for food, but that was it. We didn't, we didn't do any, like, get up in the middle of the night and shop or anything. Plus, everything's online now. I don't think people – are there still people getting trampled in videos of yeah. doorbusters? So – we have been contemplating another television, replacing the television in our bedroom, just because it's like LCD and it's getting dimmer and yeah, dimmer. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you, you can. can't deal with LCD. <laughs> well, my wife, <laughs> I feel like I feel, and she's going to be upset that I said this. Like she wears reading glasses now, okay, which is fine, but like she's she's accustomed. Why would she to be upset that you said because that? I talk about she's her getting older or something? I talk about her not being able to see the TV as well. She's like, uh, I just uh, have my eyes checked and it's perfect. It's only for that reading. TV's out of focus. So, yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to make a TV that focuses based on your own uh, nearsighted or farsightedness. So like a TV that has its own prescription. Do you want to hear what I call it? What? A stigma vision. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to happen. Okay, is this, this needs to be one of your tweets. But, it's really, but it doesn't work if, if you have a family because they might not have your same. Right. So it's, it's blurry it's to them now. It's personal television. If it's your own television, you're like, look, stigma, I'm going to, I don't want to wear these cheaters, and so I'm going to. Oh, that's hilarious. A stigma, it's going to happen. I like it. Anyway, my wife's vision is perfect. Everything's fine. <laughs> but we were looking at getting, but we think our TV may be getting a little dimmer. So on Thursday, I was shopping. My, my father-in-law, needed. they just moved into. You to can't his, just adjust the brightness on this TV, John? I did. 
And I feel like that it's better, but there's still like this moment to look. Right. I mean, Johnny, be a fool not to look. That's true. They are all on sale. You can get a TV for a dollar now. Even though we're hemorrhaging money right now. Yeah. We had a you had refrigerator your car go explode. out. I had one car go down. I had to put about a grand into it to get it back Now out. you're down to what, six cars? The other car is broken. It's How gone. many cars do you have now? We have. You got a fleet. I have two right now. But my truck is 23 years old. It's not It's not like my, it's yeah. my run back and forth to the dumpster kind of truck. You know what I'm saying? Or move no, furniture I kind of truck. I feel like you drive that truck a lot more than just to the dumpster, John. I do drive it right now, but it's got it's got 240,000 miles on it. Like, it's not it's meant to last to have, forever. It's fine to have nice things, John. I, I, they're, they're not you nice. prosperity I just, gospel son of a gun. I just have a lot of things that aren't nice. Like, that, that's the thing. Just Blessed have more of them. Bl- Listen, highly favored. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. <laughs> no, you're doing fine. So, uh, but you're going to go get a car now. Well, I and am, you got the new TV coming. Well, Man, it's a great day to be a driver. To, <laughs> great to, times in the driver household. To answer your yeah, this is why y'all need to be on, y'all need to be patrons. Anyway, would go to Patreon and help. He's, his fourth television's kind of dim. Let me tell you, it's kind of dim. <laughs> <laughs> so I get online, and and there are deals that were only at Walmart. Yeah. But did you know what on is? Do you know what the on televisions are? O N N. No. So that is Walmart. So first of all, they've misspelled on. Correct. But it's Walmart's. It's Walmart's uh, electronics line. Oh wow! So they so have their own it's... line now, and they had a fifty-inch television for right. one hundred and fifty dollars. No, they did. Yeah, they did. That's but, that's something's happening. But you had that. to come into the store. But they had another fifty-inch for like one hundred and eighty. I just, whenever I see stuff like that, I can't help but think, like, there's a three-year-old Malaysian kid piecing these together somewhere and getting Maybe. paid a nickel. I don't know, man, but that's cheap. That's really, really cheap for, for yeah. a 50-inch television. And I don't, listen, surely not, surely that there are, I don't know. I don't know how to respond to what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I care deeply and don't want, no matter how much I'm paying right. or not paying, right. I don't I don't Fair want. Fair trade. Yeah. So maybe no. it, maybe it's not. Maybe it's a, an old housewife in Arkansas in Bentonville, I, the Walmart headquarters piece. Of yeah, I care about this deeply. She's making a living wage and she's doing great. I want all companies selling whatever it is they're selling to be responsible and to not do things that violate human rights. But Can I just also, come out and say, this, but, should I have to say that? But, but I am all, saying but it. But also, matters. I want a good deal on my television. I'm just saying on that day, yeah. it was a good deal. Yes. So, But here's the deal. I paid the extra 50 bucks, basically, to have to buy one online and have it delivered to my house than to go stand in line at Walmart. I just didn't want to do it. Wow. They opened at 6 p.m., and I was like, I don't want to, I don't know what it's going to be, bro. I've seen You're the right. videos, you know? People get, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of trampling. Yeah, and I don't like shopping at all. That's why I like Costco, because mm-hmm. I can buy clothes there, but you can't try them on. It's not like you don't have to. You, you got to kind of you really need to know what size you yeah. are when you go there. And if you don't, then I, you know, my wife returns them via the mail or whatever. Oh, is that what you do? Yeah. Well, I don't no. think I've ever returned. No, that's not what you do, actually. You have to go back to Costco again. But uh, that means you get to have another Costco that. hot dog, get a, hot, a Costco. They still have the 50-cent whatevers? Oh, yeah. Dollar for a pretzel. And, and a- I don't, because of keto, I don't have it. But, man, when they give you frozen yogurt there, bro, it's in like a large cup they are for not, like a dollar. They're not skimping out on the yogurt. No, they're not. And you have to go back to the book Didn't you aisle. have the idea about these, uh, I almost put this in the show, but I haven't figured out a way to, to make it really like funny enough to be in the show. But it is a funny idea of... When you go to these froyo places, they're really trendy now. Where you just put whatever you want in, yeah. and then they weigh it. Yeah. Your thing is, well, I want to eat throughout the the journey there. Yeah. And then they weigh you. Right. I want to weigh when I come in and weigh when I leave. 
Just give me the net. <laughs> Problem is, you have to close down the bathrooms for that to work. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's true. You got to make sure somebody's up. carrying like wrenches in their pockets right. coming in, and they just leave you with their. Well, it goes. People ask me, "Do you want a Do you want a to go box for that?" I'm like, "I am my own to go box. You are a to go box. I'm taking it all with me. So there's no reason to bring anything else. Yeah. So, but." I, that may have been in the endorsement book. I'm not sure. <laughs> I try to put every little stupid gag in there that yeah. you that you've made fun of for me for to put it into writing somewhere. So you could actually get you know. Well, so I could use it. But hey, you, it's working because you've won awards. I have won. You awards. just won another award. I did win another award. A gold this time. This time I won first place. But it wasn't a gold because it's not. It's a gold a sticker, and I get a certificate, <laughs> but they did not. They don't send medal medals for this. <laughs> Let's be honest. The medals that are hanging in my office. What are they doing? They're just like they're just hanging there. You know, what I I'm like saying? how you they're say on like, a coat rack. You get on, you get in the pulpit every week and celebrate humility uh-huh. and selflessness. Right. Then you come back to your office and stare at your medals. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew really does. He's always like, we call this wood hay and stubble. I think Scripture calls it that. There but, should be an award for Christian culture that is wood, hay, and stubble. They fashion right, they something out of it. Give you a wooden metal yeah. hanging by, and then like right as you start to wear it, stalk. it like bursts into flames and dissipates. It like turns to flash paper, <laughs> like uh, you know what I'm saying, like an old polyester suit that just goes up in a flash. I really do struggle to know what to do with uh, human. There have been a few accolades for the book, which right. is great because I want to be a good steward of the book and the writing and the publisher that invested into it. And you it want more people things. to be able to hear about it and read yeah. it because you feel like you got something funny to say and something good to say. But like, I haven't posted about any of these things, and I'm supposed to, and yeah. I haven't done it yet. And so I'm really like – and we just updated my website to have the awards on there because there's three now. Mm-hmm. So, but this And this one's first place. So I won first place in humor for American Book Fest. Yeah. Uh, in the category, and, and there was only there, what it is. It's one first place, and the rest are finalists. So there's no first, second, third. So like I just won, and I, either you're, you're the king of the mountain. Either you're the finalist or you're the winner, and I'm it's the winner. Really, is your first or your last? Yeah, your first or your last. Wow. You no know, one knows. This but, is Talladega Nights. But I don't know how many people submitted. I don't know. So I just know that it's pretty cool, and I get a little sticker for the book. So. You had people submit. To you, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't know how many people submitted. I mean, I had a few guys in a neck hold. I had one guy in a full Nelson. I think he submitted. Do you submit? <laughs> yeah. Any way to win those book contests. Yeah, it's fine. So, you but, did the right uh, thing. So, yeah, uh, anyway, in, I'm, I'm proud of our publisher, Harvest House. Three-time award-winning book now. There's one more contest that it's submitted to that I haven't heard back from that I think we hear back in, like, February. Man. So, and that one, by the way, has uh, the ceremonies are like up in Bellingham, Washington, which Where's I went that? to. Remember, Bellingham is about 90 minutes north of Seattle. Okay. And that's where I went in college for the Student Institute of Campus Ministry, Sikkim. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible acronym. It's a horrible acronym, but it was a great conference. Campus Ministry, Sikkim, Sikkim. And so I went up there and spent, two, but it was the most beautiful place. Like I, I love the Pacific Northwest. Oh, it's beautiful. Love it. So green and lush. And Laura has to go to Vancouver up in Rainy. there often for her business. And so it could be one of those things where I could make a business trip out of it and we could spend some time up My there. My buddy is a realtor in Seattle. Really? Uh, we worked at the movie theater together back in the day. And now we're Facebook friends. And he's become a realtor. They're a very successful realtor in oh, Seattle. Yeah. And every day, now and again, he'll post a listing. And I cannot get over how expensive how homes in Seattle are. Oh, man. Like, he'll post, like, a three-bedroom, two-bath. It'll yeah. be a million five. Yeah. And you're just going. It's like New York market. It just looks like yeah. a regular house. Yeah. 
Just living in Seattle. It's That's expensive. why everybody moves here from all over. Right, plus no uh, income tax. So many of our visitors at church are from out of town. I mean, like, they come in, they get on the web and find a church that looks right for them, and they're moving here because they could. They sold their house that was the same size there. Yeah. You know, and they can come here to retire or get another job or whatever, so it's... Uh, it's the land of opportunity, John. Come on, man. Mount Juliet. Let me tell you right Seattle now. is lovely. Yes, I love it. It's it's just... I'm okay with the rain... It's a rainy weather is good riding weather. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. It's gloomy. Yeah. But you're more introspective, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. You light a few candles. and I like what, to run in the draw rain. Draw a bath. What are you doing, John? <laughs> Stare at your awards some. <laughs> you put on your medals. You get in the bath. They turn your neck green. It's beautiful. It's a wonderful time. You got to wash them somehow. You can't let them just... Remember those old commercials where the woman uh, has her kids just running her crazy, and she's like, Calgon, take, take me, me away. away. And then she's... Yeah. That's her only reprieve from her horrible family is to right. take a bath and hide while they do God knows what in the den, you know? Yeah. She's locked herself in the bathroom. It didn't portray parenthood no. as a as something that would be... Like, you know, ooh, I need to get in some of that. Yeah. Like, maybe that's why I don't have kids, because I saw the Calgon saw commercials. The Calgon I was commercial. like, I'm going to have to be hiding that, yeah. hiding out from my kids. I'm, I'm not going to lie. There is a... I did write about this, too. Like the bathroom and the shower, they are... They're, it's a sanctuary. It is. It's a place. Like I talk about the whole history of bathrooms and in, in the British culture, they're called water closets you yeah. know, for a while. And that's appropriate for me. A shower... That sounds like a torture But no, device. it's a beautiful place. Put him in the water closet! Get, <laughs> Get something out of him. <laughs> but I go into the shower and uh, yeah. I will stay there a long time. Like take a... take a, a, a Have you ever taken a beverage into the shower with you? Well, like no, a, John. What weirdo takes a beverage? You need to go read the Are ultimate you guy in the, the shower. Avid, the <laughs> ultimate guy to, to get you a nice hot coffee in a in a. Um, in a <laughs> this is ridiculous. What, what is it ridiculous for? Are you serious? It's, yes, I'm very. You serious. drink in the shower? I do. Who? I know lots of guys who do that. Because you're afraid you might. No, you don't, John. That's a place I want all of the good things at once. It's number one, and I try to Are go. Are you eating in the shower too? No, I don't eat. That's uh, ridiculous. You That's gotta take a far. funnel cake in there. It's but, but, it's a little, it's a little <laughs> mushy. But a shower is a place, especially if you have a lid on your drink, that you can you can enjoy. Listen, see, you want to take it all to these ridiculous. Are you afraid places. you're going to dehydrate in that ten minutes? It's not that I enjoy ten minutes. <laughs> Try forty five, bro. Oh, I want a Maybe hot I'm shower. not getting clean. I have a seat in my current shower. It's not a fancy shower, but it has a seat molded in, and it's heaven. I just want to. That's place. so girls can like shave their legs and stuff. What are you doing want, sitting down in a shower, dude? That's where I pray. That's where you I can pray I, standing I, up. I gather myself. I take a break. Close my eyes. I just. <laughs> I love the. I do, I do man. The this shower is just. Your bills this lets me enormous. know. By the way, you didn't read my book. You just lets me your know bills. you didn't read that whole section on showers. Like, for example, I do a whole part, and there's a, a great artist rendition in the book about... Um, the, Is this you naked in the shower with a beverage? The Hopefully thinker. Not. You know the thinker, the sculptor? Right. The sculpt... Sorry, the, 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 he is not the sculptor. No. It's he's the, the sculpture. sculpture. Yeah. And he's the thinker. Well, my my whole theory is is that was originally a guy in the shower. Why else would a guy be sitting thinking naked on a rock? But they obviously couldn't put the water feature in. It would have eroded the whole sculpture away. And plus right. the curtain around him would have kept you and from seeing it. The, the yeah. coffee that he's obviously holding. Dude, I'm telling you right now. You 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 haven't Honey, lived. I, listen, let me I lead you here. Lived. I am an, I am the avid endorsement. I'm this helping you. This is weird. You're like you've combined showering and drinking into one disgusting urge. Just clean your body and get out of there. I don't want to. Johnny, this is a pl- you're missing out on the sanctuary, man. This is a place to go and and to to let yourself 
you know, this is your Calgon moment for a dude. Like, this is it. And isn't that like our Lord? Isn't that what church should be, isn't John? Just where like we, the, get, we seven, get clean at church. True. We clean ourselves up. We have a little coffee. That's true of church. It is true. We but think. The problem is, is we're in isolation in the shower. And in Hopefully. church, we shouldn't be. Right. Maybe, maybe that's, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you, maybe you've got a community group in your shower with you. Y'all are just weirdos. There is nothing. What I really want is a shower with multiple heads. You know what I'm saying? So like the water is hitting you everywhere. But Johnny, I don't know, man. I just think I'm a little disappointed that you <laughs> don't like hide away in the shower like all good indoorsmen do. I think I'm hiding from you from now on. <laughs> you've got problems, dude. <laughs> You're taking muffins and coffees? and I don't take muffins. I don't eat in the shower. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but a drink will work. Now, look, if it's an open cup, then you have to put it up high where the water doesn't get to But what it. if it's like a freshing up or like this beverage is cooled off? No. You pull hot water no, in there. Boom. See, you're just, you're just thinking like an animal now because that's what animals do. They get in showers. <laughs> get in showers and freshen up their hot cider. Somebody told me that they had a dog. They have a new dog, and the dog won't drink out of a bowl. Like it's huh. a puppy. They have to take the dog to the faucet to drink. That's... Yeah. Didn't you have a dog that drank out of the faucet? Well, but he it, was a, it was a weird situation where he would choke if he <laughs> leaned down. He was an older dog that we adopted. Yeah. And uh, his name was BJ. So he was an old Cocker Spaniel. He's 10 years old. And we got him because a, my wife used to work at a vet. So she would get all these terrible cases of, well, now the woman's gone into home health care and she had this dog. And now she can't take care of it, so y'all need to put it up for adoption. So it'd be like a month before they're going to put the dog down. So Curry comes home with this dog. Hey, we're going to foster that. And that always means we're keeping the dog. When you yeah. say, we're going to foster this dog. So, yeah, BJ used to get up in the morning, and he would go get in the tub. He would vault himself some. He was an overweight dog. We knew that something was wrong. By the way, you can tell about a dog's owners. He wasn't, he wasn't eating dog food. We put dry dog food out for him. Wouldn't eat it. Then we have ice cream one meal. We pull out this container of Mayfield ice cream. He recognizes the container. <laughs> he recognizes the yellow, ma- and he starts just freaking out. Wow. I was like, this dog. And you had- gave it to him, didn't you? We did. John. <laughs> <laughs> this lady knows what was wrong with the owners. And then you did the same thing yeah, the owners we did. But did. No, we didn't make it like an everyday thing. It was just like he's not eating Just food. every time you ate ice cream, which well, means every other day. <laughs> every other, in the shower. <laughs> no, but he would get in the tub. And he would have us turn on the water, and then he would look up. Or he would get in the tub, and he would look at you. And after a while, I started thinking he was saying to me, just drown me <laughs> in this. Because he would drink from the faucet like that. Wow. But uh, he loved it, and he was a sweet dog. But he yeah. was warty. Cocker Spaniels get warty. I don't know if you, have you ever had a warty dog. Uh-uh. They get these little warts and nodules on their skin, so they're kind of they're uh-huh. weird to pet. Yeah. Certain breeds get that way. So we did have to give Ace his first real haircut the other day. Oh yeah, he was really really overgrown. And How's he doing as far as with the pooping and the peeing and the you such? know what? He still has some accidents, but he's come a long way. And me and Ace have uh, we've made a lot more peace now. Mm. He's starting to settle. He still you said peace, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 still bites me some. Yeah, uh, but. It's a lot of sweetness, though. He's, he's, he, me and him. Well, he's get, teething. That's the biting. We're getting there. We're getting there. So he's The still, biting's not aggressive. It's just like. Right. He wants to chew on you. Right. And he, his isn't aggressive either. So. Yes. I hope. But no, he's, um, he's Once good. you take him in the shower too, use him as a loofah, John. <laughs> get it all done. <laughs> he's a good dog. He's a good dog. We're, we're doing okay. We've made we've we've made it through. I think the tough stage. This sounds like somebody who's in a bad marriage, who's just like, well, look, good days and bad days, and we made a commitment, and 
we stood before God and we said we we're going to love this dog. Listen, man, I, I told Laura, I was like, <laughs> when, when you shopped for this dog and you, I mean, for months and months, looked yeah. at dog pictures every night, like, right. like you, there was a lot, Johnny. There's been a lot here this yeah. year, but it's been worth it. Okay, he's good. Sadie loves a dog, and he loves. That's Sadie. the thing; it's for the kid, and it's yeah, a- yeah. But I take care of him a lot. We all do, but uh, he's getting there. So we had no dog sitters. We went home, and we had no real dog sitters. So we had people just look in on the pets, mm-hmm. and they went in the house twice. So I had mm. two different friends have to clean up, and they never do. Mm. But it was just a thing of like. Your friends they, cleaned it up. Yeah, they did. Wow, those are real friends. Because they texted me. One of them is a comedian friend of mine, uh, and I won't say it because he'll probably be embarrassed that he agreed to do it. So if I say his name, he'll be like, well, I wanted credit, but he also doesn't want it to be known that he actually was helping me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it's beneath him to help me. It definitely is. So this is a friend who's successful in comedy. Maybe. Okay. But anyway. If got, you asked me to come to your dogs, would you say something like that? No, like no. <laughs> no. I, I didn't ask you, though, because I was like, well, he's got family. It's a whole thing. No, I'm glad you didn't. This person, his family is in Lebanon, so he was coming that way. Gotcha. So I was like, well, hey, if you're going to go out and be with your mom, would you look in? So he goes over there, lets him out. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon uh, went over there, and they made a video. It's already gone viral. No, and he, so he texted me later. Like, yeah, I went back by, and they had gone in the house. And I was like, okay. And I just texted him back, well, you know the right thing to do. <laughs> You don't have to do it, but if you don't do this, I'm going to come home to a really smelly house. Oh, my gosh. So he did. And uh, so now he's in the camp. So I owe him dinner now for sure. More than dinner. What do you think? What do you want? I don't know. Um, Never ask him again to do that. It's probably what you would That's probably what you want. Just never ask me to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like the airport friend. That's another step. Airport, then looking in on your dogs, and then cleaning up after your dogs. Do you know after the last podcast, I had a friend ask me if they made the airport list. Well, do they they want to be on it? Yeah. No. Yeah. That that's true. Maybe and I told them I not, hadn't thought about that. Maybe there's somebody who wants to be my airport friend, and I hadn't. They're actually a step above that. They're on the pick up my daughter from school type list. That's you've never I, even asked me to do that. Yeah. I wouldn't know how to do it. Well, part of it. they have kids that are friends with my daughter, so that yeah. that makes like and we do we call upon them. I was yeah. like, that's above airport. Like that's we're in trouble. Something's wrong. Go. And we have before yeah. had emergencies. Like, hey, we got to come drop Sadie and go deal with something. You know, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Ministry wise or family wise, you know. So, but yeah, those lists, man. Your your friend made the list. That's a big big deal. He's deeper now. Now I would feel like he need. Now I would let him pick up my kids. If I had kids. Wow. Uh, it feels like that they're just getting punished for doing more. He picked up other things, and <laughs> I'm very grateful. <laughs> I feel like it's yeah. Oh man. See, like you pick up Sadie, you don't have to go wash your hands. Mm, no. You pick up what he picked up. Yeah. Yeah. There's pathogens in the air now. Why don't you ever think about the fact that we just shouldn't have animals in our houses? Yeah. Like maybe like we're just doing something that's unnatural. Some people, people who don't have dog inside dogs, they're yeah. listening to this going, y'all have gone too far. And the deal is I agree with them. Like, when I see outside dogs, that's how I feel. I go, what's the point of having a dog if you can't like love on it and cuddle with it and sleep yeah. in your bed with it? But I think they look at me like you have dog hair in your bloodstream now. Yeah. It's invading... Like you wear, I wear black clothes, and I just don't have anything without dog hair on it. See, well, we don't, we or we won't get dogs that shed for that reason. Yeah, and part of that's the. But dander. I get rescues because I care about right. Dogs you care about, about people, and down dogs. And and I wouldn't buy the designer dogs right, and stuff because right. I feel like it's you bought from a puppy mill and you're part of the problem. But wow. it's fine. It's wow. fine, John. To not buy from a puppy mill. <laughs> oh my gosh! They're on a conveyor belt. <laughs> 
Oh, here comes yours now. Heep, heep. Uh, and they just kind man. of. Yeah, it's funny. They yeah. stop on the belt. Well, my just... wife has pretty bad allergies, so no. He... The next dogs we get, we've already made up our mind. They're going to be a doodle. It'll be a it'll be a bigger dog, but it'll be a non shedding. Yeah, those standard variety. poodles are beautiful. I don't want a standard though. I They're just, so nice. I like the blend. Okay, I like the science like a labradoodle. Ex- yeah, labradoodle. I like the yeah. science experiment of yeah. what they've done with it because my buddy Marty has two doodles. Yeah, and he said they're the dumbest. Like they just lick a burglar. They're not going to help you. Generally, generally, those are very smart dogs. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's got the, yeah. the two. It doesn't mean the they're not dumb. aggressive. Maybe he's saying they're not no, that no, aggressive. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Can't. I think he just feels like they're not. The reason you would get a dog is like, I'm going to teach it tricks and I'm going to teach it to protect the house and bark when there's an intruder. And he's like, they don't do none of that. Yeah. Well, that's. I'm really not good at training because I don't know. Again, what, basically, I'm I'm already working in my life and i just feel like okay, what i want you to do is not go in the house and provide me entertainment yeah that, that's about it like i'm not really looking for you to accomplish things some people really take pride though in training their dog to do all these things and sure. I, I applaud those people yeah i just and maybe that's maybe that's a um a i like to faulty think, thinking to but think even that like jumping on the furniture it's like okay some people don't like their dog on the couch but it's like it's our couch right yeah like, we i would feel like that's not i don't know yeah, but Brutus, again, my couch is scratched up. So. Like watching Tennessee basketball last night, Brutus sits on the couch with me, and so does Ace. Right. But, I, but but Ace wants to attack Brutus the whole time and lick him in the face, like just incessantly. Mm-hmm. If we're together, so I have to keep them separated, you know. And they're getting they're 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 getting better. But yeah, I like the dogs with me while I'm watching. What's I, the point? I just I get it. And I some dogs are work dogs or farm dogs and all that, and you have jobs for them. Yeah. But um, to me, it's like I don't know. To have a dog like chained to a tree, whenever I drive by in a neighborhood and there's dogs chained to a tree, I'm just like, that dog's life is not great. Yeah. I don't like that. Like yeah. it's better than the dog not being around, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm judgmental about that though. Very. Yeah, but I'm sure, like you said, I'm sure people are like, this guy sleeps in the bed with his dogs and it's ruining his. I don't know. They feel the same way about me that I'm a weirdo. I think that there's it's a... like yeah, we're, those are descendants of wolves. <laughs> And we've made it to now. It's like, look at it. Boop, 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 boop. And it's like we're baby talking. This used to be a wolf. I see those commercials where it's like inside your dog is right. the soul of a wolf. And yeah. I look over at my little 9.1 pound Bichon poodle. Uh-huh. And I go inside my dog is the soul right. of a cat. A you know squeaky, what I'm saying? Like, toy. Yeah, this is not. He runs on batteries. I don't think there's the soul of a wolf in him. Like, no. I don't. I just don't feel he's, like. He's bred it out of them. Yeah, he's. Brutus especially is the most gentle, like he doesn't know how to defend himself when he should kind of thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He's so, he's a pacifist in every sense, but he's the perfect dog. But yes, he would lick a, an intruder. Like he wouldn't know. He doesn't understand something's wrong. Yeah. I mean, he got attacked and didn't know to fight. He walked right up to the dog. Whoop, 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 you know, like I'm assuming I'm doing the noise here. <laughs> you know, like, hey, you want to play? And the dog attacked him. Like he didn't know that. was He didn't sense the danger, you know, yeah. but I wish he would have. So, but inside my dog is not the soul of a wolf yeah norm mcdonald used to have a bit about when they say when you see like a cat food and it would say all natural and he was like yep but cat food is horse meat yeah that's just how it is in nature can't remember <laughs> the last time my cat drugged down a stallion <laughs> so yeah oh that's funny that's but funny. uh yeah so the dog's were yeah it was good to be back because i was like well now i'm not su- subjecting Two different sets of friends to. How long are these friendships going to hold out? Like you're asking a lot. I've of damaged them now. Let's be honest. So. Yeah. Because yeah, the second day, Friday, 
we it happened again because we didn't get home in time. So mm. another friend looked in on him, mm. and she listens to the podcast. Mm. Maybe you should say thank you right now. Thank you right now. To what else? What whoever else whoever she is. Whoever she. <laughs> no. I I am th- I'm very grateful to yeah. our friends. Yeah. Uh, and but no, that's why normally I like people to stay at the house. Yeah. Because then it's like they don't, you know, they get let out more often and they don't. Yeah. My mom, out of their element. my mom lives with us, you know, and she takes care of our dogs a lot when we're out. So it's been, it's yeah. been helpful. So do you want to say thank you to your mom? Mom, I really appreciate you. So maybe you can ask mom to come stay at your house. Never. That would be. Yeah, I don't think she's going to do it. So sorry. She dibs. doesn't have to climb stairs at my house. I got dibs. Mom does great on the stairs. She sprints up and down All right, well then stairs. I'll put her upstairs. So. Whatever she's used to. Mom doesn't want to be upstairs. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Mama D. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Mama you know, D's the best. You know, speaking of yeah. um, situations uh, with, because my, mo- my mom is very young. My mom is young and, and vibrant. But we were talking off the air about an idea you and I had one time. And you roll in your eyes right I now. I didn't have the idea, John. Don't try to rope me into this. I had the idea. This was your idea. You were with me, though, when I, when I put it all together. You've been pushing this idea. I don't understand. I think we should ask the listeners. And by the way, we are going to ask the listeners. Oh, yeah, this is We big. should probably say this. Uh, Andrew gave us a great idea. This will air. This one is going to air Monday. So Monday. if you're listening to this, it's Monday, probably. Yeah, and it airs on Monday, November. The, no. Sorry, December the 2nd. And then we're going to record sometime on uh, probably... Johnny's waiting on one meeting thing, but we're going to record probably on Wednesday, December the 4th. Mm-hmm. But we, we're going to, what we're going to do Facebook on this live. one is we're going to also, as we record, we're going to go Facebook live. And then take questions. Yeah. And comments. So you need to set aside and, and save the date for most likely. We'll announce the time as it gets closer. But it's generally uh, early afternoon. On the 4th. Yeah. Why don't we make a tentative time? It's going to be generally probably about what one. What is Wednesday? It's, so it's f- giving, giving Tuesday, Podcasting Wednesday. Podcasting Wednesday. We're going to start our own. Yeah. That's, that's it what it is. It needs to cat. Wood cat. I don't know. So why don't you go ahead and set aside around 1 p.m. on no. Wednesday, December 4th? You don't think so? It'll. We don't know what time yet, but it's right. going to be afternoon. Early afternoon. And we'll announce it. We'll give you plenty of notice. We'll give you some notice. So you're going to have to follow us on our, our socials in order to follow that. But but we would love for you to... to yeah, listen along. And uh, plus, if anything, if we say anything stupid, we won't right. be able to edit it out in the moment. Yeah. So and we'll edit it out of the part that we post. We'll post that episode in the next Monday. And you'll be able to like, oh, they took out that thing. Yeah, exactly. And you'll be able to know you'll see that the you thing, were in on it. Which happened this episode. I had to stop and restart yeah. because I didn't mean to say some things that came out wrong. So if that happens on this live episode, for all of you who want to listen on the 4th, you'll get to just hear it. Dane already thinks that I cussed on an episode a couple of shows ago. Yeah, he I want to address it. Okay. So we got to the end and you said, this is our 81st episode. We've done 81 of these. And I go, man, I've whispered, man, man. He thought I said another word. Yeah. Uh, that rhymes with man, sort of. Backwards. No. It's. Ma'am? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he thought, anyway, I didn't say that, but I was like, man. And I think he thought, but anyway, I was like, I don't. Right, not, why would you choose that point? Why would cuss? I choose that point right. to just let her rip? We're, right. we're almost. I'm always, not saying you never cuss. I'm just saying, why would you do I would right never then? say that I, but yeah, it's usually, I wouldn't just, 
I don't know. It's right. It was an, it, it, not the, the best time. Anyway, we we need to just go back and on the end of this episode, we just need to loop it over and over until <laughs> people can decide and let them vote. Because you went and listened and thought man, maybe you did. Man. But man, you didn't mean to. Yeah. It just sounded like in the whisper. Yeah. I want to know if Dane picked up on anything else we talked about. See, this, this is like one See, of those sermons. This, yeah. This is one of those sermon things that happens to me all the time. I'll preach this sermon, and right. I'll have one thing where I went off script for a second, or I got said a dumb word, you or got coughed, twisted, or yeah. did something. That's all they remember. And then, but the end of the of the day, I get texts about that. Yo, did like, you hear the part about Jesus? Yeah, it's like I don't know. I spent two weeks prepping that, and yeah. all we took away was the one time that I misspoke. Yeah. You know, the word because I coughed or something. You know, I don't Those know. Those are the best, though. They are. One time, I uh, I had a pastor friend, and he would say, he would tell me the ones that happened to him. One time, he said. Uh, it's not God's fart instead of God's fault. Yeah. And he said people they lost it. He said he almost pulled it off, but there was a woman in the front row. He could see her shoulders shaking. Yeah. And then she just exploded. And then it was just off. It, once she, she started exploded, laughing, eh? she exploded <laughs> uh, and it wasn't God's fart. But, uh, and then he's told me there was another one where he was telling the, the miracle of the feeding the 5,000. He said the people were so full that the disciples gathered 12 baskets of craps. <laughs> And that was it. Yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't rebound. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much spiritual depth was in the rest of the sermon. Yeah. But you've not had one go that far off the rails. Uh, I had a couple and I can't recall them all. I, yeah. I think I've I've stricken them from the mental record <laughs> uh to protect myself. Yeah. But um I was reading that the other day on Twitter that because uh, somebody was saying name something about your profession that is common knowledge in your profession. That would cause utter chaos if normal people knew it. And one of them was a guy who said he's a psychologist. And he said, whenever you have memory, every time you remember one of your memories, you're editing it to make yourself feel better. And you do this all throughout your life. You're editing yourself to be a little more of the hero. or to, It's almost like damage control is happening in each one of these memories. I used to say that to our, our youth leaders. I would say if we were on a trip and there was always something going wrong, yeah. something was not going according to plan, the bus broke down, the weather's bad, mm-hmm. a kid is sick, kids are mad at each other, something's happening. And I would always tell them, look, we're going to stay as positive as we can and keep making as many adventures out of the mishaps as yeah. possible because believe it or not, the further away these kids get from this trip, the more they'll remember it positively. So you just need to stay the course because yeah. the worst trips we ever had – I kid you not, six months later were the best trips they remember. Right. And probably the the worse it went, the better they remembered it. Right, because like, remember when we the bus broke down yeah. and we had to like find something to do on the side of the road and we had to... But they were all complaining at the time. Yeah. Like in the, in the moment, they're like, oh, this is the worst. And right. then as you get away from it, it's all positive. They do this like reframing that memory into yeah. a positive place. Like 2000, you were there, 2006? Did you go 2006 to Orlando? Mm, no. So this is the trip. This right. was the worst trip in the history of my entire almost 20 years. Then y'all get kicked out of the history. pool and all this stuff happened. Uh, I can't remember what happened. I had some kids. It was chaos. I had some kids the first night, and they'll love, if they're listening, they'll love it. They love, they love these memories. Like the hotel management, the security got called to their room. They were so out of control that yeah. night. And then they wouldn't open the door for them. So the next morning... They wouldn't open the door for security? No. And the next morning, the people at the front desk told me about this, so I got a key made. Like, this is when I went just crazy, Pastor oh, John. Wow. I got my own key made and just busted in there, and I just literally lit them up. Like a SWAT team. Like, threatened to send them all home. Like, the whole deal. Just just absolutely, you know. Uh, 
I'll turn this bus around. Nobody will go it to was, Dollywood. It was very much like I have to get control now because it was day one of a seven-day trip. That was day one? Yes. This was the first night. We was had, the hotel really threatening to kick him out, though? No, no, no. I was threatening to kick him out. So you had to make it feel... Yeah, I was like, I will call your parents. There put are you other people in this hotel. Yeah, it was like, you can't believe, you know. And of course, they, you know, it's, it's, it's funny now. But now that's their favorite trip. And it just kept getting worse. But it trip. gave you ulcers. I don't know. I, I had that ability to be able to turn that crazy guy on when I needed to. Like, that's my te- that's one of my teaching techniques was yeah. always like, look, I was a teacher that was fun. Yeah. And we would learn a lot of stuff. Right. And I would joke a lot. And and the deal is, though, if some kid wanted to challenge me, I needed to just be able every once in a while to just turn totally crazy. Yeah. Like, not the same guy. Like, oh, you want to, like, just freak out on them in front of everybody mm-hmm. and then immediately go back to being just the, like, it didn't happen. Like, be yeah. the fun guy again. This sounds like something like an abusive parent would And the guy, have well, I mean, it was just classroom, just classroom control. For Lynn to know that. No, if, I know what you mean. If I need to, I have this tool. Right. And then you're all going to feel like, wait, is he, when's he going to do that again? Yeah. You, know, you kind of want them sensing that so they don't kind of get to But if you start the there, it doesn't work because you don't have anywhere to go. Right. You have nowhere if you're to always go. crazy. They're yep. just like, that guy's crazy. Oh, and I've seen a lot of teachers do it. You yeah, know, it's they like, yell constantly. They're always on 10. Yeah. Whatever whatever you do, you have to update the game in an emergency or in a no. situation where somebody... Because you will be challenged. That's just the nature of everything. So Especially it's, now, I would think it's crazy with kids. Oh, yeah. It's better just to be fun. And But here's the deal. If you're not naturally able to do the fun thing, then it could be you're getting walked on. You know, So I don't know. There's this weird line of classroom control that I just... I enjoy that. It's kind of like a... You always have that... And you always have that one kid in a circle, like if you're doing a small group... You have that one kid that is, uh, maybe you have a kid who's really struggling and they tend to get attention the wrong way, you know? Yeah. And so the one thing you can do is just shut them down. What you'll notice is the other kids will usually, if they're irritated, they're, they will ignore that kid. And it actually just exacerbates the problem. Right. right? That kid now feels they have to act out more uh-huh. to get attention, you know? So what I try to do is, if I'm ever in those situations now, like actually give some credence to that kid. Like find the one thing in all the stuff they're saying that is positive because there usually is a lot there. Mm-hmm. And then really praise it and, and turn around to the other kids like, did y'all hear what, what you know he or she said? This was really, really good. And it almost like I've, I've seen it happen where that it gives them. The, right. Their, you gave them their little nugget now. In a positive good. affirmation. They're and, good. And not in a, in a manipulative way. They need to be affirmed. Yeah. Like they need to be acknowledged that Everybody they exist. Does, yeah. And so it causes, but then you'll notice they probably act out less because now mm-hmm. they want to add something positive. They're not just trying to get something in, you know. So, but anyway, that that's, I don't know. There's no like one technique or something that works. But I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed that that side of things. Like I, I yeah. got that part of seeing kids come out of their shells yeah, yeah. and helping them. And they really crave discipline. I think Kid, kids want a boundary. Mm-hmm. And I think all people do. I do. I really crave boundaries. Like I want to know what it is that's expected and how this is going to go down where I don't need to go this too far. You know, these kinds of things. Yeah. And I do think you talk about like the trip going wrong and it, you're just like, to me, I think I, I stress about that less but I, do, I will say this. I stress about it less, especially if it's the end of a trip, like yeah. if I'm coming home. Now, if, like, for instance, uh, I was coming back from Dallas. This last trip was in Abilene, connected in Dallas. My flight was delayed five hours. Wow. In that five hours, I had the notifications turned on. I won't say the name of the airline. It was uh, it runs with American. <laughs> so uh, American Airlines keeps sending me these notifications. And I did. I posted a photo of it because it was it was 20 of them. Wow. Basically, I, they didn't all fit in the photo. Wow. And it was gate this, gate that. And it was in different terminals. And DFW is one of the largest airports yeah. in the United States. So we were taking trams back and forth. Finally, I stopped moving. I was like, the flight's not for two hours. 
I'm going to wait and see where this flight is going to end up. And it moved like three more times. Wow. And, but that's the kind of thing where I'm just like, we'll get, we'll get home. But if it was on the front end, yeah. where it's like, I've got to get to the show, you only get paid for oh, jokes you yeah. tell. Yeah. So if like now my payday is at stake and the airline's doing this to me, I wouldn't get mad at the person because, I mean, the person behind the desk is never the person who's doing it. Yeah. It was a mechanical issue with one of the planes, and they were just dropping the ball as far as getting another plane to our gate. But I'm just way – I don't know. I have peace about some things where I'm just like, traffic's going to happen. We should have planned better. If I'm going to Atlanta, I don't go, what is with this traffic? Like, I'm in Atlanta. Right. You should just know it's going to be awful. Yeah. And I just try to plan for it. And so I I don't know. I don't freak out. But sometimes I'll be like, well, looks like we're here for a while. And then you just, I don't know. I try to project a little bit because I had a friend with me. So I try not to project that thing of like, well, this is just... Why right. is the world against me? Like that's never the way. I don't know. I try to be have more. No, and that's, a, that's the truth. I think you Roll have punches. you have to account. You have to at least ruin your life for for trouble and what's unexpected. I think that's biblical. Plus, it's better than them being like, we think the plane might have an issue, but let's all go anyway. Like I don't want them duct taping oh, the plane. Oh gosh, yeah. Because what was wrong with the plane? We sat in the plane first before all those notifications. We sat in the plane for an hour, and then they they deboarded us. Oh. So we were about to take off. Then they go well. They were un, they were underneath trying to. Don't fix they call it deplaning? Deplaning. Yeah. They were sometimes they say deboarding, but I think that's a ship thing too. Disembarking. I don't know what it is. Yeah. That's when you take bark off a tree too. Yeah. Uh, we disembarked it. We made a cork board. You're gonna love it. It's a Christmas gift. <laughs> made a new wing. Yeah, right, I've go. got a Pinterest page. <laughs> but uh, they were underneath the plane trying to fix it, and it was uh, something wrong with the fuel gauge. And I was like, well, that's kind of... Yeah, let's get that fixed. Knowing how much fuel you have... No, Andrew and I got stranded in Dallas till like 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And they kept doing this. It was Southwest. But there were people yelling on this plane. They were like, just fill it up. Well, then we'll know we have enough to get to Nashville. Guys, and I was like, come on. It's not a car. Yeah. Right. If you break down, yeah. you're in the air. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to want to know. That's why when people say like uh, car, uh, flying cars, I was like, that's never going to be a thing. They're like, why not? I go, because if you have a fender bender in the air, you die. Everybody dies, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. What were you saying you and Andrew got delayed? We got delayed in Dallas. Yeah. Same thing. But it Man, was, Dallas Airport is not... Well, this was love, but and it was, oh, okay. it was great. Uh, they're normally great. And we've, we've flown back and forth in Dallas many, many times. and just Not trying to disparage an entire city. It just happened that night, and they kept pushing it back. We got on, got off, put some different plane, got on that one. They got us off of that one. Mechanical errors on two... Mm-hmm. consecutive planes mm-hmm. that was crazy now one time Andrew and i got stuck on an, in an airport it was american and we were in first class it was mm-hmm. the only time i've ever flown first class and we were stuck on the runway in like tampa i think yes. and it was glorious because he and i sat there and they kept bringing us like freshly baked cookies and drinks and first stuff. class yeah oh my he, he had some upgrade and so wow. uh, and we sat there for like two hours on on the runway and it was like the best we have great memories of that because we talked and we were in and have great times flying you know we always talk and chat and have all these big life moments and stuff well i guess in first class you have great time you, man, meanwhile the people back in cargo i'm telling you i'm sorry it was remember like that seinfeld episode you know like it just, bringing the ice cream sundays <laughs> get out of here but no, I think the expectation of trouble is. It, Sadie and I were talking about that yesterday. Like you know, listen, you you are you have to account for the fact that things are not going to go the way that you. I think it was either C.S. Lewis or Bobby McFerrin said, "In this life, you'll have some trouble, but when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. <laughs> Be, Be happy. happy." Yeah, and I took it to heart. Yeah, did you know that my entire theology? 
Yeah, is that's wrapped, it. It's wrapped up in that's that. That's wrapped up in that. Yeah. I love when people do that. They pick out the one thing. Yeah. <laughs> C.S. Lewis. That's it might have been him. I can't remember for sure. Can't remember for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He did have a really good reggae album. He did. CS. People don't understand. People don't know a lot. People forget about that. He could throw down that dude when he put his Rasta hat on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but no, I think like the expectation of negative in life yeah, without without being a pessimist. Like, there's that line. Like, how could you live your life knowing that negative things are going to happen and anticipate them and be okay with them without? Right. Walking around with a dark. You should cloud. try to minimize the negativity if you can, but also know that like bad stuff is probably going to happen. And it doesn't mean right. It doesn't mean that that in fact the bad stuff. And this is the whole the faith angle. I do think about that, and it sounds it sounds very like dismissive or cliche or um, almost like self deceptive yeah. to say this. But I, I do. There are plenty of times I'm sitting in a in in traffic or something, and I think you know, like. I'm mad about the traffic, but I would not have wanted to be up front when whatever caused this happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, 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 when you do the math and you realize you were five minutes from being at the epicenter of the crash, you know? Yeah. Uh, or my car will do something, it will break down. And if I would have been where I should have been when it happened, it would have been more dangerous than what, where I was, you know? Yeah. So there's just like that whole. And then sometimes you are in the crash, you know, and, and, and those things happen. So, like, Coming to that place in life, I, I think that it sounds like a Garth Brooks song. Uh, but I, if I would have been where I could have been, <laughs> then I wouldn't be where I am. Wait, uh, but Man, some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. But I do believe that that like yeah. truth to you just don't know what never happened. Yeah, like you, you can't be certain of what never happened. And we, I think that when all things are known. In, in heaven someday, when, when my mind is fully aware of all things, when, I'm, when I see completely all the things that didn't happen, I think the gratitude level will be so high. But what if I just believed that now? What if I really did believe that everything that doesn't happen, even in the negative, like if negativity is, is happening now, if mm-hmm. I truthfully believe that God is on my side, that all things work together for good. And I know people twist that scripture. They really, really do. Because our definition of good right. is, is a lot different than that. It may have been good in God's eyes that I die at 45, you know, because his plans are higher and there's an eternity and I'm already in it. And that's just where I am in this life. So that doesn't seem good to anything on earth that you can see. Uh, but that God will redeem all things, I think, is, is what that means. But if I could be grateful now as if I really trusted God was redeeming all things, because he is, it just causes then the whatever whatever light I'm seeing the negative things of this life to be in, to be in a different light. Anyway, that's just that's just kind of... Just eat, pray, love, wait, live, laugh. Live. My buddy, Ed Wiley, his, he has six uh, children, mm. and sometimes they help write stuff for him. Oh, I'm sure. And they saw these the stickers that say like grateful, you know, live laugh love or whatever. And so he they made a sticker for him. He has a sticker on sale of his website. He's got a go to edwiley.com and buy the sticker, but it says in the cursive font it says thankful, grateful, redundant. It's <laughs> <laughs> so great. That's awesome. It's the best. Yeah. But he said one of his daughters came up with that. That's very That's funny. Right. Did you see was it was it Jackie Drain, who posted the day that one of her kids was in the bathtub singing. Oh, singing the, the she, she's, son, the, uh, she never heard she the words. Never heard the word you know, I'll start singing this and I'll she, sing it all day. She ain't familiar with regret. She don't know the meaning of any words at all. She's, she's stupid. stupid. 
Yeah. Yeah. And now children are singing this. Yes. I'm a terrible so, influence. So funny. I'm a bad influence. But... I actually started writing other lines of that song the other day. I know the whole bit is to be short. But no, I but I like the idea of making it. Well, I thought about. Like a reprise. Yeah, maybe. Well, there was one I was writing too. It was about like she's, she never, uh, she, uh, she never was good at goodbyes. And it was just going to be like, the video was just going to be a woman like throwing things or like she's literally terrible at goodbyes. She doesn't know how to do goodbyes. Right. She like just hands you a chair for some reason or like, that's not how we say goodbye here. She's terrible at this. That's funny. That's, that's, that's getting a little more meta. You're getting out it there. It is. It's bit. out there. Yeah. Which is why it's not been in the show yet. I used to love that, used to love that song you did about, um, you don't do anymore about all the grandma's great advice. Oh yeah, I do it. Yeah, Dude, I haven't heard it in a while. The last few shows I've been at, you haven't done it. Yeah, but it's the give, here. Go Nan, ahead, Nana might be crazy. Uh, yeah, it's just about how you grow up and things aren't the same. And we used to sit out, and Nana would tell us all this great advice, and and the, so it was like, you know, don't uh, uh, don't judge a man. Do you walk a mile in his shoes? And uh, uh, what is it? I am not singing it, so I can't remember it. <laughs> anyway, the last piece of advice is you have to wear this tinfoil hat because the government will read your thoughts. And that's, and that's when we realized that Nana might be crazy. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's very Jack Handy. That's when yeah, we realized little, our yeah deep thoughts. With Uncle Jack was Handy. a bear. What remember yeah, that one? We so, had a lot, but then we thought he was crazy. But then we had a lot to learn. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, he would maul one of us. Isn't that what he would say? My kids all wanted to go to Disneyland, and I used to drive them to this old abandoned farm with a burned down far, uh, barn, and I'd say, "Oh no, Disneyland burned down!" My kids would cry and cry. I started to take him to the real Disneyland, but it was getting kind of late. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Handy was the best. Yeah, yeah, he really was. I don't know if he's dead, but he's not the head writer of SNL anymore. So, I don't, yeah, wow. Yeah. Jack Handy, deep thoughts. Oh, we never did talk about, by the way, uh, my idea that you oh, the idea is, that, that I shot down. Is, you, you keep shooting down over the years. I shot down. You even telling the idea? Evidently, you did. Yeah. No, I just diverted you. Maybe I think that this has not unlike my Dallas flight. This has legs. Like I think this tell can, the idea and can, we'll let them decide. So yeah, so you guys can come on Facebook Live next week and tell us how you feel about this. But I want to. I want a sitcom. Yeah. Or, now listen, I'm not saying I would First write of all, it all. Just saying sitcom is already out of touch. Do you understand how few sitcoms there are on the air right now? What? That's not true. Mm-hmm. How many sitcoms do you watch uh, that aren't like Friends in Seinfeld, like sitcoms? With a studio audience. Think about what you're saying. With a studio audience. Right. Everything's not even got a laugh track anymore or laughter. A lot of the Disney shows I watch with Sadie have studio audiences. <sighs> Sitcoms are kind of dead, John. Like, she watches Coop and Anyway, Kimmy, p- they... give, me your, give me your elevator pitch for this sitcom. All right, here we go. You got... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, all right. Elevator doors are closing, John. You got a guy, he's like 21, his name is Jerry, okay? <laughs> And Jerry... Why does his name have to be Jerry? That's his name. Okay, go ahead. All right. So uh, Jerry is is trying to get into grad school, but mm-hmm. he can't afford it. Doesn't have doesn't have a lot of money. Sure. And so his grandfather uh, is going to uh, help him come live with him. He's going to let him come live with him. He's moving to like Nashville, okay? He's going to live in one of these these swanky retirement communities, yeah. you know, like Del Webb or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's going to live with his grandfather, and he'll stay there for free so he can afford grad school. That's how it's all going to work. And so uh, they're both moving there. His grandfather is a widower, and he's leaving wherever he is. Right. And so they're going to kind of both arrive in Nashville about the same time to move in. It's going to be perfect. And two days before Jerry arrives there, his grandfather dies. 
Okay. Uh, okay. And by the way, he is Jerry the third. His grandfather is is also Jerry, right? And so basically, like, he doesn't know what to do. He can't go to school. He's already registered. He can't afford to live in a place. And then he has the idea. In the midst of his grief. Yeah. This is how, but, but he's got to do what he's got to do, Johnny. Yeah. Okay. And so he decides that no one's ever met his grandfather. And so all he's got to do is, is dress <laughs> up like his grandfather. Yeah. And then he can live in this community for free based off of all the money his grandfather's left. He's already, like his grandfather is pretty much loaded. He's already prepaid. He couldn't take the money that his grandfather left him and just go buy a house. No, no. He already put all, he sunk it all oh, I see. into this. And maybe, I don't know, Johnny, you mean work it out here for you? Uh, maybe it's all wrapped up somewhere yeah. in, in, in some sort of, you know, legal issue where you right. can't get to it's it. It's probate. Like, yeah. It's in a probate issue. So, but if he, but right now it's all so paid So he for has it. to act like an old person. Right. So he comes in, dresses up like his grandfather and starts living there and he lives the double life. It's kind of like, remember the show Bosom Buddies? It's just, just like Bosom Buddies. Same thing, except instead of gender-based, it's based off of age. Right. And so, man, the, the jokes write themselves, Johnny, after this. Tell tell the listeners what the show's called. Well, this is what you this is what you added to it. <laughs> no, did I add this? Yes, you're the one that came with the name. Oh, That's no. why I can't believe that you don't, you just don't believe in it. I don't remember. The name of the show? Jerry Acting. That's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. You did. So, that's the thing. Like, he has a best friend. Yeah. Who know is the, oh, the one guy who knows? That's, yeah. that you, that's the way for this to work. One guy has to know, mm-hmm. and no one else can know. You have the suspicious uh, manager of the complex, mm-hmm. you know, who's always catching this very, him. This is very sitcom though. It's he, very like Mr. Roper, yes. like staring over the hedges. It's and, exactly. And you, you got, of course, some of the old ladies who have a crush on him, you know, and then he has his own girlfriend. Who doesn't know? And so they're never in the same room at the same time. He's always like halfway in disguise, an accident, halfway out. He's managing grad school during all this. He has his real girlfriend coming who never meets his grandfather because his grandfather's very active, always out. And you have these communities. They are. They're like full of activity. So this could be all and kinds of- He just of, comes off as like the super young, spry old person. Right. And that's why all the old ladies like him. And that's why he has to keep this balance with one friend who helps him work it out. It just feels like there'd be a lot of depends jokes. There and- would. Probably some Viagra jokes and other things if the right if the wrong writers were on it. But it, you got to think of where all this could go. Uh, like it would have a lot of fun, Johnny. It'd be a lot of fun, and and it's just hijinks. It's just hijinks the whole time. So somebody could take this idea now, probably, and just steal it. Well, I think that those who are creative out there don't want to do that. <laughs> I think what they would want to do is is they'd want to partner with give you, you money. Now look, I've written one movie screenplay. Okay, yeah. so I've done a little bit of screenwriting. It was but called n- Remember the Titans. Maybe, maybe you heard, heard of it. it. Yeah, no. but I, but I, I've never written for television. Facing the Giants. And Did I, you do that? I honestly don't have time no. right now to do that. But yeah. I think the idea holds water, and I just need the right people to pick it. You know up. who can hold water? Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind, This is why you didn't write this with me, Johnny. Uh, I don't think so. Just let them. Just they're just they're this low hanging fruit, man. All we got to do is write. <laughs> just think about it. We would just sit around and come up with the scenarios. It's situational comedy, Johnny. We just need the situations. Now I've given you the premise. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm hand delivering you. You are right now. What could make your career? <laughs> okay. Just come, you are award winning. Created by. John Driver and Johnny W. That's what it would say at the end of the show. Well, and then we'd have a team of writers. I'm the second name? Well, you don't even like the idea. Yeah, but you right. did give it its name. I will let you be Can a co- Can we put in parentheses against his will <laughs> after my name? <laughs> you, could, you could be the co-creator. I'm, I'm offering this for you right now. I tell you, I think people would watch Jerry Acting. I think it's funny. Even if it only had one season. Come on, man. You're, you think you're going to get a whole season? Yeah. I think you're lucky if we get a pilot. <laughs> Let's write a pilot. All right.
Would you write it with me? Yeah, sure. All right. Give me some. Well, I'm not fun. doing anything. You're not going to write? You got to write the jokes. Oh. Like, I'll, I'll set up some of the stuff, and I'll, I'll kind of get us there. Then you bring in some, like, great punchlines and tags. All right. Too, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But you said they write themselves, so this should be well, pretty easy. I think that, listen, man, I'm telling you, you had about four or five real writers, mm-hmm. sitcom writers and stuff. Mm-hmm. That, that, that this, this, is, this is like softball pitch. It's a great situation. You man. know who plays on his softball team at the retirement home? Jerry. Here's, he's, he's the team captain. Here's the deal, though. You're, when you mentioned bosom buddies, these kinds of ideas have happened a lot. This is kind of like uh, perfect strangers. Like you're creating this situation yeah. that fish out of water. Yeah, it's a fish. Out and of he's water. having to learn to appreciate old. Maybe he's ageist, but he's having to learn to appreciate older people in a new way now. Absolutely. As he grieves for his grandfather, we're not going to just make fun of old people. No, no, no. Like there, he's gonna he's gonna figure out what life is really like. For I'm not doing the all. show if we can't just make fun of. Well, old they'll people. be making fun of. Listen, I think good comedy makes fun of everybody equally, and they all like it. That, that's what we're going for. Man. Like when I wrote The Indoorsman, I didn't want to just make fun of outdoorsmen. I want to make fun of everybody. And everybody's in on the joke and everybody likes That is so sensitive of you. You know what I'm saying? That sounds like a guy who drinks coffee in the shower <laughs> that has that motto. <laughs> I just want to, I want everyone to feel like I feel and love for the world and love for themselves. And then <laughs> sips the coffee. You know what? I don't uses have his a, dog as a loofah. Why do I care what a guy who doesn't even drink coffee at all thinks? Like, like you, you would know you what? Like, you would understand what a good sanctuary shower was like, Johnny. You don't even drink the best liquid ever made. You turn your nose up at it. I do. You like the way it smells, don't you? I do. Coffee smells delicious. Yeah. So you turn it's your just, nose down at it, but and then, but I you just won't smell drink it, it, but not drink it. I still theorize you haven't had the right kind of coffee yet. If we were to really unpack this. Let's do it on, this, you know what we should do? The Facebook Live, you make me a coffee you think I'll like. I'll drink it live on the air. Okay. And then we'll, I'll give you my critique. All right. All right. I'll make you, I'll make you, but again, it's just going to taste like a. Glass of candy. Yeah. And, and then you can get, that's what a lot of people's coffee tastes like. Yeah. They go in and get a, give me a good macchiato, double venti, you know. Still, yeah. that's great. Yeah. If do you it. want that. Except you'll be really hyper later. More so than usual. So I brought, I brought the energy today. We can at least agree on that. Dude, absolutely. This was high energy on a rainy day. So it was actually a lot of fun hanging out with you guys yes. and talking about that and that and other things. It was great. And uh, we other. want you to go to our uh, social media sites. Follow Johnny. Share help it. Continue to build his Instagram following. Leave a review. Leave a review. Be honest, but be kind. Yeah, be honest, but better Watch than honest. Watch the Mr. Rogers movie and then leave a then review. Then leave a review, yeah. Because that, that puts you in that kind frame of mind. I had to talk with Sadie yesterday that people would judge you by your actions and words and not by your intentions. Yeah. Unless you're really close to them. So here's the deal. Since you guys are really close to us. You know our intentions Judge us by our intentions, not by how good it was. You know I said, man. Right. You know the guy the said, word. man, he wouldn't have wasted a cuss word on that moment. It made no, no sense. No, I was already out for the day, honestly. Right. I was, <laughs> I'd was. i already used them all up. This guy's swear jar is full, I'll tell you right now. So, but hey, guys, uh, do share it and uh, do let your friends know about it, especially if something uh, was entertaining to you or something made a difference to you in matters of fun and faith and other, something else uh, there that would be alliterated. So <laughs> We'll edit that in post. Yeah, but next week we're going to be uh, doing Facebook Live, so be sure to follow Wednesday, and listen. December 4th. Yeah, look for us early afternoon. We'll make sure we try to post about it so you guys know where it's coming. Otherwise, we'll look forward to talking to you guys and to each other next time on How About That.
The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.